Hey, I'm personal development strategist, Christina Bartold, and you're listening to the podcast, Personally Developing. This is a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of personal growth and development. On this podcast, I'll interview people and share my expertise on personal development in a fun and relaxed atmosphere, perfect for a drive, run, or to accompany a face mask bath. Tune in each week. Welcome everyone to another episode of Personally Developing. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm your host, Christina Bartold. I'm a personal development strategist that works with my amazing clients on helping them get focused and intentional with their personal development. I'm really excited as this uh, podcast has been so focused on chatting with incredible people about their personal development journeys and how they engage in personal development and, and growth. And so I am so excited to welcome today Jesse from the Nevermind blog, which is a blog focused on well-being and self-help tips. And I have to say, um, I found Jesse on Instagram and I was blown away by some of the work that she was doing. And so so I had to invite her to be part of this series of in- interviewing people on their personal development. So welcome, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're so excited because if you haven't checked out this blog and I'll link it in the show notes, it is, I was just talking to Jesse before this call, like it is a beautiful blog, never mind, just informative. Um, so she adds so much value. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I'm super excited too. Yay. Well, Jesse, why don't we get right into it? And Jesse, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you kind of got this blog started? What is the focus of it and uh, how it relates to personal development? So I actually started this blog, I believe it was at the um, at middle um, or end of October after, you know, 2020, a year when pretty much everyone has had a difficult year um, or transformative year. Um, For me, it's been kind of both. It's been a lot of different ups and downs, but I think that from all the hardships, I feel like it also gave me a lot of new opportunities to heal and grow and tap into my personal development even more. So I started the blog really to, I guess, reach out to people who might have been in similar situations as me and be able to be a little platform for people to feel not only just less alone, but also, you know, guide them in a way and help them be able to change that mindset or change that belief system that they currently have. Um, it's something that I struggled with for so many years with anxiety and depression. Um, and despite having been into personal development since I was 12, so 2007, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I've had, I had all this knowledge, but unless you actually use that knowledge, um, it doesn't really mean anything. So I had all these different books um, and always loved watching videos, but I didn't execute and I didn't take action on them until the last few years and especially 2020 when there was a little kick in the back and um, a lot of different things happening that I just decided to, it, it was really time to take charge and to, to work and heal and grow. Mm. Jesse, so early on, you, you made this point, and I, I'm so happy we got to this place um, in terms of when we're engaging in personal development and we're not intentional with it, it, it doesn't mean anything for us to read things if we're not doing anything with it. So yeah. I think that's something that I noticed with a lot of my clients, Jesse, is like, 
I I'll talk to them and they will read all these books under the sun, but until they take action, it's, it's not that it's time wasted. Cause I, I think knowledge is power in many ways, but it's, it's not intentional. Yes, no, absolutely. How did you uh, get to a space where it, it became intentional? Like, how did you, you know, recognize that you were like kind of in, in this, the spot where you wanted to take action and you had all these resources how did you how did you get to a spot where um, that became your reality? You know what? I think it was just that I was fed up with myself. Mm. Um, I think sometimes for a lot of people, they need to get so far and they need to have something um, big happening in their life or they need to, you know, fall down, sadly, fall down quite far until they actually take action and do something about it. And it, it, I had already been in the transitional area of, of, um, of working on myself even more, but there was just this roller coaster, and I was on my way up and I was hit <laughs> and I <laughs> fell right back down. Um, and all you can do is to, you know, keep on going and I didn't want to be down there anymore because I had already been down for so many years mm. that it was time for me to to work on myself um like fully and actually take action and do the things that you know all the practitioners and all the experts mm. talk about Thank you so much for sharing that, Jesse, because I think there will be many people listening to this that can relate to that, right? Like when something like especially like what, what's happened with this virus and, and the pandemic this has been huge for people in terms of their livelihoods and um, their social circles like who they've been able to access our worlds are, are truly flipped upside down and and I think there's a lot of opportunity in that in some ways I know for myself like I, I've talked about this before and obviously I would never want the pandemic to continue and I wish it never happened but the, the lockdown gave me a lot of space for my business um, and a lot of space for personal growth and development in a way I've never, I've never done before. And it sounds like similarly for you, Jesse, like there's been a lot of um, opportunity for you here in terms of growth. Um, when you keep talking about like working on yourself, like what did that look like? Like what did you, what were some of the first steps you took? I think the first one for me was um, stepping out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, because I had allowed my anxiety to really truly take over me um, and for so for so long and um, also with my depression you know sometimes when we have something like anxiety or depression and we live with it for so long we almost become comfortable with living with it and we need to decide and want to actually change and some people can say but how can you not want to to change but in it, it almost becomes part of us um, mm. so taking that first step of deciding that I don't want to be here anymore I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to take all these different small steps even if it's just one baby step every single day um, doing something little stepping out of the comfort zone or um, meditating even meditating was huge for me 2020 mm. I did that um, every single day and um, journaling as well and so I could be able to kind of reflect on my thoughts and see the kind of behavior patterns that I had and the belief systems that I had or just all the worries as well and start to rationalize with the thoughts and 
I think that's when you're able to then also make the change because you know you need to be aware of what's causing you to feel a certain way or what the problem is mm-hmm. because unless you don't know obviously you can't change something that you don't know so um that was a huge thing for me to step out of my comfort zone and actually wanting and deciding to just start working on myself mm. I love that because I think so I'm gonna ask you as well Jesse like so many of my clients, um, when they come to me, they're like in this point of like stuck, you know, where it's like they're stuck in a career they don't like or relationships or, you know, a life spot that just feels like, oh, and we always talk about, I don't know. And I'm sure you have Jesse, have you read Atomic Habits? Yes. Yeah. So Atomic Habits is like a game change. It was a game changer for me in building strong habits. Um, I've probably seen like a 180 in almost every aspect of my life because of that book. Um, Mm -hmm. And just like in terms of recognizing like all or nothing, right? Like I've always been someone who I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's either 100% or it's nothing. Um, And what I'm hearing from you is a lot about like building these habits, right? Like building the habit of meditating, building the habit of journaling, like there's probably days where you don't feel like doing it. There's probably days where, you know, it was more difficult, difficult than other days. Right. And so what I'm curious about is like, how did you get to those first few steps where, um, you know, when you've lost motivation, because we know motivation doesn't last forever. How do you, how do you keep it going? I, I'm a huge believer in just doing things, even if you don't want to do them. Mm-hmm. um doing the hard thing hard thing first and I'm not sure if it is because I have just been in a place for so long um <laughs> and one of the reasons because I decided to change was because I was fed up with myself mm-hmm. um but for me I just I make sure that I actually do the things that I'm saying go- I'm, I'll say I'm going to do because I have been a master procrastinator for so many years mm-hmm. and it just hasn't gotten me anywhere um you know years have just gone by and gone by and I would say probably a year ago or even two like two years ago or a year ago I would have regretted that so much but now I don't see that as um a regret because otherwise I wouldn't be where I am today because I wouldn't have gone through what I have gone through I think you also have to make sure that you are being honest with yourself um so not only doing the things that you say you're going to do but to also make sure that you don't burn out um, so that you keep that creativity and that spark alive. And whether that is, you know, with self-care, you see a lot of people, obviously self-care is all about, um, you can take a bath, you can take a face mask, you can go for a walk, but also because sometimes self-care is actually doing the hard things and doing the things that you have put up for so long um, and decided to do them. Um, sometimes I think you have to be kind of realistic in that because sometimes self-care um, can become the opposite. It can actually demotivate you or like lead you into the opposite direction of keeping that momentum up because mm-hmm. you then become so comfortable with, with that side. So for with social media, for example, I think we're kind of polarizing one way or another, but there's this huge gray zone um, in the middle and for me, keeping up the momentum is to just do the things that I say I'm going to do. But then, you know, sometimes, like you said, we can't be bothered to do things. So that's why I like to do um, priority lists. Mm. Um, so you have the top priorities 
um, big ones and small ones, and you make sure that you hit the priorities, the top priorities. And then if you don't do the other ones, you can do that tomorrow or, or a few days without feeling guilty about yourself. And when you're able to have that self-compassion with yourself and not you know, feel guilty for, for missing one thing, I think a priority list enables you to feel that because you choose to, you know that you have these priorities to do. And then if you have, um, if you just complete them, you can do the other ones another day. Totally. Yeah. And Jesse, one of the things I talk about with my clients a lot is like the non-negotiable list, right? Like yeah. it's the things every day that you do and like, whether they're hard, whether they're easy, um, that are non-negotiable to your life um, because they enrich your life uh, fully, even when you don't feel it, right? Like, and I think people give up on a lot of these things because you don't see immediate results. Mm. Um, And so even like with meditation, I know for myself, like this has been something I like, I think about doing all the time. Um, I have never made it a priority in my life. And I I feel okay okay about that because I I feel like I capture um, some of those elements in other practices. Um, But I I think when we don't see results quickly, we're quick to give up when meditation is something that takes time. Journaling and and getting deep are things that take time. Um, So that's why I'm so into James Clear's like perspective around this like 1%, right? Like if we can improve our lives 1% every day, by the end of the year, it's 365% better. Um, and so, yeah, that's why I, th- that really resonates with me, what you're talking about, because I feel, I feel like there's so many things out there that like, when we're not motivated anymore, it's like, Oh, I don't need to journal anymore. I don't need to, to keep track of my habits. Oh, I don't need mm-hmm. to exercise or, or whatever fuels us. Um, and we just choose to, to kind of give up on them. Yes. Hmm. Yes. No, no, absolutely. So for you, Jesse, like what, you know, you were talking about meditation and journaling and, and, and some of these activities, did you ramp up into them? Like, was it like you started with, um, a bit of meditation? Like what, if I, for someone who's listening, who may be in a similar place to where you were earlier, like, how would you get started? Um, I actually used um, Headspace, the app, and, mm-hmm. and just did five minutes every single day. I think that I think they also have three minutes. So maybe I did three minutes first and then um, went into five minutes when I started to kind of just build a habit and doing it every single day. Um, and then I just added on. Mm-hmm. So for me, Headspace was really big because I think it was also the association of, of um, actually going to for example my meditation area and then opening up that app so it was like a routine mm. um, and setting aside a time every single day so for me when I started it was in the evening right before bed um, because I had so many thoughts running around my head and that allowed me to just kind of calm down before going going to sleep mm. um, so yeah headspace um, the app was was a really good start because you have someone talking to you and helping you to realize that you it's okay to have all these thoughts in your head and they are like clouds passing by and just let them be there and it wasn't like someone was telling you okay you have to not think about anything because when I started meditating well, like when before I started meditating I thought that you had to really just not have any thoughts at all but that's not the case. You you sit there with the thoughts and you allow them to come. And that's over time, you start to realize that you have less and less and less thoughts the more you practice meditating. 
So, and so how uh, how many minutes are you up to now, Jesse? Um, now I try to do about ten minutes. Sometimes, if I have obviously busy uh, busiest schedule, I do um, five minutes maybe in the morning and five minutes in the evening. But ten minutes is pretty much what I do. So then, some days, if I'm more stressed, I will take it up to fifteen minutes. Mm. And that's so manageable in our schedules, you know. Like it, yeah. I feel like. I, I don't know. And this is kind of the all or nothing perspective as well. It's like, when we think about things like meditation or yoga and things like that, we're like, it needs to be 45 minutes. Like mm. it needs to be an hour for it to be worthwhile. And it's like, no, like, think about like the value that you get in those 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everyone, if, if you have a really, really busy schedule, then just wake up 10 minutes early. And, and a lot of people have, um, you know, 10 minutes isn't that long. So um, and just use even just even if it is the three minutes, just set your time um, and allow yourself to have that because I think we all need time for ourselves. Um, you know, we, we can only give so much, and unless our cup is filled, we can't give anything. So we need to make sure that we take care of ourselves first. One hundred percent. And for your own like development now, Jesse. So now that you you have this blog and um, are like really, it sounds like in a in a stronger space. What what does personal development look like to you? You know what, personal development has changed a lot to what I thought in the beginning. Um, for me now, I think personal development is also including more of the spirituality and being okay with having days where you are more stressed mm. but the the difference now is that you acknowledge it and that you are more mindful with it mm. and you you know you, you're more compassionate towards yourself and it, it's before it, it was only like mindset mindset and it was black and white and go all in um all or nothing but i think focusing a lot of, on healing and your past um and going back and looking back and doing shadow work, working off, trying to figure out what has led you to have certain beliefs. Mm. Um, I think that is also, for me, now part of personal development because it's not just kind of suppressing all the different thoughts and only looking forward. It's trying to also understand why you have those thoughts um, so that you can actually change and, and grow from that. Yeah. Interesting, you bring up this idea of shadow work, Jesse, because I, I think this is something that's becoming like more and more. Um, I don't want to say trendy; trendy is not the right word, but like <laughs> more, more and more uh, mainstream. Um, mm -hmm. And I believe, like in, in terms of like shadow work, like it's it's so interesting because I think that it's something that we we don't engage in regularly, right? Like it's it's mm -hmm. like personal development always feels like it's about moving forward. Yes. It's about like, um, you know, I, when you read Atomic Habits, like when you read like any leadership book, you read even yeah. like, even some books are focused on vulnerability and stuff like that. Like it is about like, how do you move forward from, from this point from today? And it's not about recognizing like past, like I even talk about people like past PD trauma, where people like come to me and they've worked with a coach that's led them maybe astray or um, hasn't honored like a piece of them. Um, like coaching and, and also personal development. It's so, it has such like a interdisciplinary feel to it. Like there's so many pieces to it. Um, and so I'm thinking too, Jesse, like maybe like how do, how do people start to, or how did you, or how do people start 
working on some of those pieces of themselves or what do you engage in to kind of get started on some of that shadow work? Um, I actually use um, journal prompts, um, mm. but sometimes I also just write down what I'm thinking. And I also even include the ums and the airs, like, mm, uh, I, I just <laughs> literally write, yeah, I just literally write whatever comes to my mind and I include um, those as well. And sometimes what happens is that you can start on um, a certain subject or feeling and then at the end of the session you are somewhere completely different and that's okay it's just getting everything out from the system and literally getting your thoughts onto a piece of paper and sometimes a lot of the sessions you can end up crying or actually being upset or you can be happy tears um, and just being aware that that can that can happen um, and that's okay it's just good because you're getting a lot of different feelings that you've had within you, getting those up to the surface and on paper. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I think I, I was just stumbling across a YouTube video about shadow work and I just started writing my thoughts um, as exactly how I was thinking Mm. that moment mm, that's helpful and J jesse i don't know if if there's and you can maybe send them to me if, if you have any good resources and i can include them in the show notes um mm. because i think for a lot of people it's like those first steps right like how do we get started in some of this work um i know for myself even when i started my business like i remember like looking at all these businesses and being like how do we start i need someone to tell me how to just start this yeah. uh <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I love, I love what you're talking about. Cause I, I think that there's, there's a level of introspection there that I think is, it's not the norm of what we think about when we think about PD. Like, I think Jesse, like when we're talking about personal development, like, and I've asked people, like when I say PD, what do you think? They're like books, podcasts, you know, they're not thinking like my past. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. I'm hoping to grow as a person. Like people, I, the connection's not always there. No. I'd love to hear Desi too, like, um, and just because I, I feel like I could talk to you all day, like what, uh, in terms of your blog, um, and I'll link the blog in the show notes, of course, and, and people like, please check out her Instagram and her stuff, even just to look at it. So, <laughs> um, I'd love to hear, but like, what is your mission with the blog? Like, and what are you hoping that people will get from it? Um, so, you know, when I started, it was just to make people be able to feel less alone and, and just share all my knowledge and also have used it as a platform for myself to be able to get thoughts out and, and information that I was holding or gathering. Um, but I really want to build a community where people who, for example, have had or are experiencing anxiety or a lot of limiting beliefs and things like that to be able to, to find guidance and help. Um, and yeah, be able to, to pick up some, some skills um, and, and tips to be able to help them. But I would love to go into coaching perhaps um, or something like that. But for now, it is just coming from my heart to be able to, um, to make people feel less alone and to, to help them find some guidance. Well, Jesse, when you're ready to start talking about coaching, let me know. I'm happy to <laughs> yeah. talk about it. Um, and like, and Jesse, like you offer some like amazing, 
ebooks and like a lot of freebies and stuff for people. And I think like for those of you who are are listening, like um, she has she has some stuff about grounding, about stress and anxiety, about d- different challenges. Um, and I think that that's so great. So for you, Jesse, like what is like your next focus? Like what is like the the next thing that you're excited about designing or that's kind of like on your heart or on your mind? And it might even be out by the time this podcast is out. Yeah, I know. I've actually have a few things, um, a few things planned. I have um, some some journaling prompts actually. If we're going back to kind of shadow work and things like that, um, that I want to just share for free. But I'm also I also want to do an ebook, just focusing more on belief systems and mindset and how to be able to um, to kind of reframe our thoughts. Um, and also perhaps share my story more because I don't feel like I've actually shared my story. I'm so into trying to give tips and advice that um, my story has kind of a, like a few steps back. So um, I think that is probably something that I need to work on and step out of my comfort zone and, and, and share that. Mm, I love that, Jesse. And Jesse, like what is, and you knew this question was coming, like what is the best paid PD you've ever done and the best free PD you've ever engaged in? So the best one is probably one by um, Isabella Palacios. It is um, a new course that she has. Um, it's a little bit more into the spiritual side, but it is also mindset and self-awareness and it's, it's called Taking Your Power Back. Um, and also one by Mel Robbins, um, which was, I think, two years ago, it was... It was like it was like a um a thirty one training video. So every single day she was sending out different um like tips and advice on mindset and how to um it was also on how to kind of break free from anxiety. Um because mm-hmm. at that time I was at university, it was my last year and I was really stressed and anxious. So um I think that one was also probably um the best one of the best paid ones but as a free um i think it has to be a f- few like it, probably youtube videos i think and podcasts um so tom billu's um impact theory is probably my my favorite one um i think awesome yeah because I, I think it's like always so interesting to hear what kind of free pd people um engage in do you have a favorite like podcast or a favorite book that that you've read that has been really impactful for you, Jesse? Yeah, I think Tony Robbins, um, Unleash the Power Within. Mm. Um, I think that one had a huge um, effect because he, he is talking a lot about belief systems um, and also NLP work. So going into the subconscious um, and working on that in order to be able to kind of um, go forward have you ever worked with an NLP practitioner this is on my list I've been thinking a lot about NLP Uh, yeah no I haven't but But, yeah uh, people love it yeah it's definitely something that I um I want to look into to both have a coach with um someone that's doing NLP but also in the future I would love to um to get certified as an NLP coach as well definitely It's so interesting. I think like in terms of the world of coaching, like how many different types of coaches there are, uh, but how different people focus on 
uh, like have different people have different types of focus, you know, like for me in particular, like I'm, I've really started to lean into the mindset piece because I've known how, how impactful that can be. Uh, but that wasn't originally what I was trained in. And so it's just so interesting how different people and different clients like need such different things. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, I think for, for some people, it works really well to have that kind of um, tough loving and go forward or, um, and just focus on mindset. But some people also need that kind of um, the healing work and or tapping into spirituality and um, a more holistic approach, I think. A hundred percent. It's so interesting because I, I find that with my clients, like sometimes I'll try mindset stuff with some people and yeah. they're so not interested in it. <laughs> and, like we'll start it off and I'll be like okay like we're gonna do this like mindset activity like grab mm. paper like we're gonna do this and they're like no thank you I, like, I <laughs> give me the answer to what I'm looking for and then these are no joke Jesse the people who I think get the most from it yes. and at the end they're like that was so simple I can't even believe it like mm. I that was so impactful. I, I can't even like put words to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that so interesting because I'm the same where I'm like, I'm very practical as a person. So even when I did my coach training, like there were all these limiting belief exercises and I was like, Oh my gosh, I do not make me journal. I do not want to journal. And then by the end of it, I was like, I have so many limiting beliefs. Like, <laughs> why am I like this? That's so good. That's amazing. I also find that some days um, it can, for me, it can also vary. Um, it can go in, in, in cycles, like some days or some weeks um, or even months. Um, I tap into the more mindset just doing that. And some, and then sometimes I go back to being the more um, spiritual approach um, or doing more, more, like I always do journaling, but I, I feel like I just kind of engulf myself in more of the journaling. And sometimes for me, it's just... I, I, I think it's with everything in life really we go in seasons and yeah. I think we as people um do that too and that's okay and I think it's normal and I think too Jesse and I, I know we're kind of wrapping up but I was going to say like I think personal development like doesn't need to look the same all the time and I I think in our culture where we're so focused on routine like everyone's yeah. like obsessed with routines and habits which I love because I think they really work for some people and and really serve like it's okay if if you're into podcasts one week and then the next week you're not and Absolutely. I even find for myself like and I, I've talked about this previously on other podcasts I've visited uh, or been a visitor on it's like I went through a stage where I would listen to a lot of personal development books and all this stuff. And it was uh, no, I was no longer retaining information, but I was also like making myself feel guilty for like wanting to go for a walk and just listen to music. And I, it would be because it was like unproductive time. Like I felt like it was unproductive time, but that was me engaging in self-care. It was me engaging in some self-reflection. Like some of my best ideas come from when I'm not listening to other people talk. Um, And I was feeling so guilty because I was like, that's half an hour that I could have listened to Brene Brown. Like that's half an hour that I could have learned something from somebody and PD can look. And then there's weeks where like, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is put my AirPods in and I'm like listening to a book. And that is like, and for a full week, every morning, I'm listening to an hour and a half of a book. I'm listening to profit first right now, um, which is a great book for business owners. And, but like, I'm loving that, but next week I might not. And like, I think that's okay to like lean into things in the season that, they're there and also not be so hard on ourselves when they're not there the next week absolutely absolutely I I can relate so much to what you just said there (laughs) um I'm I'm the same sometimes I just um want to listen to um 
nice music when I'm on my walk. And sometimes I don't want to listen to anything. And sometimes I want to listen to a podcast. But um, I used to before feel so guilty for not listening to a podcast when I was doing something, because if I wasn't listening to a podcast when I was walking, when would I else um, be able to actually concentrate on doing that? And then I feel I felt guilty. But I think it's okay to listen to music or to not listen to anything um, and to know that everything comes in seasons and that one week you want to do one thing and the other week you don't want to do that. You want to do something completely different. Totally. Yeah. And I, I think that's also why it's so important to like, you know, and there'll be other episodes on this. I, I have a coach coming to talk about self-compassion and um, there's, I think there's gonna be a lot of really good stuff that comes from this podcast, but that's also why like, it's important to know that like, if you're intentional with your PD, it'll feel right. And it'll feel good. And you just choose a medium that works for you. Um, so if it's like, if you're really focused on, you know, relieving anxiety and stress, you know, an ebook might be an awesome, an awesome resource, right? Like your ebook might be an awesome resource, mm-hmm. but it might be better for uh, me in another week to listen to a podcast. It might be better, but I'm still working towards the same goal if I'm choosing a different medium, you know? Um, so yeah, I think continuing to, to think about it that way. Absolutely. And then my last question for you, Jesse, is just if you were given $10,000 for personal development, so say I won the lottery and I was giving people PD, <laughs> um, I don't buy lottery tickets, so it's not looking that good, but <laughs> what would you use it for? Like, what would be your big PD investment? Um, definitely a coach. Ooh. Definitely a coach. Yeah, no, 100% a coach. Um, and what kind I of think... coach would it be? Good question. You... <laughs> um, <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I really think that everyone um, can benefit f- um, from coaching. And I mean, even, you know, even here, um, all the um, all the bigger practitioners, the, all the famous ones also have coaches. I think, I don't think that you can ever stop learning. Um, and because if it's not one type of thing that you want to get, like, for some people is to gain personal development, for some people is to build network, um, or for some people is to learn how to do something in the business, whatever it is that you choose and why you want to have a coach. Mm-hmm. I think it's always good to um, to invest in that. And I don't think there's not any not any benefit from not having that. A hundred percent. You know, Jesse, it's interesting. And I, I'm, I hopefully haven't talked about this before, but I uh, actually worked with a coach once who um, said to me, and it was so interesting because I had brought up another coach I'd referenced and she had said to me, I would never work with another coach because I'm a coach. And what would that say about me? Mm-hmm. And that was my last session with her. Like I never went back. And the reason for that was because it's like, I'm such a growth mindset person, but it's like, I'm always working with somebody like in some capacity Uh, because, and that's why like, you know, when I give my rates to somebody and they're like, Oh, like, I don't think I'm that expensive, but like, they're like, Oh, that's outside of my budget. It's like, I'm, you're not paying for my hour. Like you're paying for the fact that I invest, you know, thousands of dollars in myself every year to learn and to grow and to develop myself Mm -hmm. um, so that I can better serve my clients and better serve my family and and serve Mm -hmm. my life. And so that, you know, that's not anyone else's issue, but as coaches, as people engaged in self-development and growth, like we need to continue to lean on other people. And, and that's part of this podcast, even for me, like to Jesse is like, I like, I'm so excited to learn from like anybody, because I think anybody can teach you something. And that is like the mindset you need to have in development, because otherwise uh, you, you will not grow. 
Absolutely. And I think that we, we were, I, I've never, I don't think anyone has ever um, regretted investing in themselves. Um, so yeah, no, a hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. So Jesse, and just to wrap us off, if someone was interested in finding you uh, and chatting with you, which I have no doubt they will be, where, where, uh, would, they go? where would they find you? Um, so they can go to nevermind.blog. That is my, my blog. Um, or nevermindblog underscore on Instagram. Um, I'm also nevermind on YouTube. So mm. those are three places. Amazing. And Jesse, I just want to say thank you so much because I think in particular your topic, like it's not always an easy one to talk about. And I think us continuing the important conversation around mental health and, you know, the coping mechanisms, but also like personal growth and how all of these things intersect is so important. So I just want to thank you so much for, for coming in and holding space for all of us who are, are listening and um, for opening your doors for people to be connecting with you. Uh, I have no doubt that we'll continue to be connected, but I just, I just want to take the time to thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it's been an absolute honor for you um, to be on your podcast. So yeah, thank you very much. Amazing. Well, again, a big thank you to Jesse and we're going to wrap it up for today, but make sure to subscribe, go check out Jesse and we'll catch you again soon.